Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. Are you ready? Yes. You guys have made it hot in here. Starting off heavy, but I don't really mean it that way, but it's going to go off that way. You know, the beast and the second beast in the book of Revelation chapter 13 are what? What are they and who are they? You're like, is this going to be a sermon about the book of Revelation? It's not. But what are they? They're false prophets. They're really nothing more than that. You have the dragon who's the devil, who by the way, look at me now, is nothing more than that. And then you have the first beast, and then you have the second beast who serves the first beast, and all of them are false prophets. All of them. Let's read this, Revelation chapter 13, 5 and 6. This is beast number one. And he was given a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. And I only want to just tell you this this morning. Do not be discouraged by this world. Some of you need to hear that. Do not be discouraged by this world. Most of what you are seeing is blasphemes, blasphemy towards God. And you need to know something. When you look at the book of Revelation, when you look at the seven seals and the seven trumpets and the seven bowls, even in the midst of the bowls and the three woes, when you see the bowls of God's wrath being poured out upon people on the earth, what did they do? They still refused to repent. That's just who they are. Don't be discouraged by that. There's lots of people that will, but most won't because narrow is the way. But you need to know something. We're turning this thing around. You may not know it yet. We're turning it around. Sweden, Norway, Denmark have all outlawed vaccine passports. It won't be long till you see old Texas, Florida, Wyoming, Utah, Idaho, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama. They'll all outlaw them too. You know why? Look at me now. You know why? Because they're scared of us. Let them be scared. Gretchen Whitmer, Wretched Whitless. The fabulous governor of some of y'all's home state of Michigan. I'm glad I'm from nowhere right now. I'm actually not from nowhere. I'm, I'm from a worse state than Michigan. Which one's worse? Shout it out loud. California, baby. Born in, I was a Navy brat. Born in Redondo Beach, LA. If there's anybody worse than Wretched Witless, it's Gavin Newsom. But Wretched... She has now come out against masks in school. 
and has now come out against vaccine mandates. Why? Why? Because he's scared of you. That's why you stand. If you would have, st Michigan, if you're hearing me, anybody watching from Michigan right now, whether it's virtual or in person, that's why you stand from day one. It's not virtuous to strap lies onto your face. See, if you've been watching the podcast, I like to call people who follow COVID branch COVIDians, which I stole from Steve Deese. A branch COVIDian's sign of devotion, their rosary beads, is their mask. Their baptism is their vaccine. You're welcome. Their communion is their vaccine. Whichever one, they all work. It's almost like the sign of the cross. If you were raised Catholic, I don't know what to tell you. I was, so I feel free to make fun of it. You know, the sign of the cross is Catholics, right? Well, the sign, of, the sign of the cross for branch Covidians is to hang their mask. <laughs> but this thing is turning around. They're scared. And they should be scared. There's an army that's rising up. There is. Believe me, there is. You need to immerse yourself. Do not, listen, we're warned in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. I don't know what happened to my message. I'll get back to it. It says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Don't hang around people that tear you down, that make you feel down. I've been making a concerted effort at this at my wife's urging. She's saying, you know, you need to put some positive stuff on the podcast. See, the, difference, the thing with me is, I'm already positive. So I'm thinking everybody else feels the way that I do, but I notice that people can't go to sleep after they watch the podcast. <laughs> See, you need to know something. See, I know the whole time that I'm going to win and that you're going to win if you're standing in the Word with me. God will be your provider. God will be your vengeance. No, Tom, don't talk about vengeance inside the church, really. If it is possible, as far as you, it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Amen. Romans 12, 18 and 19. I want, the, I want the vengeance of God, just not on me. I want his mercy. That's why I go through the cross. Amen. So the, 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 the two beasts that are found in the book of Revelation chapter 13. Beast number one, we just said, now here's beast number two, the servant of beast number one. Revelation 13, 11 through 15. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon and he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell, it, dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs, you know, here's what I want you to pay attention to more than anything else. He performs great signs so that, even, so that he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth. You know, I, I have to pause here again. I wonder how it is that people fall for false prophets without at least that happening. When you just got some sort of cotton candy Casanova false prophet with smooth words and flattering speech and deceiving the hearts of the simple 
But I just wonder because you, how, do you, how do you know, precursor to the rest of this message, how do you know that it's a false prophet? How do you know? That will always be missing. You know, no, I hear Bible verses. No, not if you know the word. There's no way for anybody to twist the word if you know the word. There's no way. You'll know it's out of context. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth, verse 14, by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was, he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as, as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So that's where, that, those are the two prophets that are found in the book of Revelation chapter 13. They are simply false prophets operating under the power of the enemy. You see this manifested today on the earth. When you see that the entire health apparatus, if you want to call it a health apparatus, on the planet is steering people towards experimental vaccines and wearing masks that do nothing and doing lock. Did you hear last night on the podcast, Scott Gottlieb noted, noted Branch Covidian all over MSNBC, former head of the FDA on the board of Pfizer. He goes on all the shows. He's actually on the board of Pfizer. He said, how did we come up with the six foot rule? You know, we've had people arrested for violating the six foot rule in the United States. What's the six, you know, social distancing, the six foot rule. How did they come up with that? They just made it up. Right out of thin air. They're like, well, should it be 10? Well, nobody will abide by 10. So let's go to six. That's how they made up. Masks are no different. The vaccines are no different. Every single country right now that is heavily vaccinated and every single state that is heavily vaccinated is inundated with the virus. Full of the virus. Why? Because you can't control a virus outside of the word of God. It's impossible. Think about, I mean, you, know what, you know what bugs me more than anything? I'll get back to the message in a minute. You know what bugs me more than anything? Is the lack of logic. See, when I, I look at, when I watch things about COVID, the things that break my heart are the fall of the church, number one, and the fall of law enforcement, number two, for obvious reasons that I was a cop for 25 years myself. And to watch Australian police beat innocent people mercilessly day after day, night after night for doing absolutely nothing, it drives me nuts. But some of the problem is, is that Australia, over 60% of their population is absolutely fine with what's going on. That's, the, that's, that's where we're at. But I just wonder about the lack of logic. I just, I, it bugs me. And absolutely, if anything were to keep me awake at night, which is a rare thing, it would be the lack of logic. I'm sitting, I just, I, I don't understand it. I honestly don't. I, I just going down the list is how do you close your church for a virus, virus that's less virulent than the flu up until about 50 years of age? You never closed for the flu before, so you must hate your congregation. They call me a hater, a life taker, a killer. Then you must hate your congregation because the flu is 7 to 20 times more deadly than COVID is for anybody 0 to 19 years of age. That's the truth. That's logic. Does it kill everybody after 70? No, it's 95 plus survivable with comorbidities. 
Did you know that? That's the way, that's the truth. Can a, can a mask block a virus they've never had before? 0.06 to 0.14 microns is the size of a COVID particle. And N95 starts blocking particles at 0.3. For those of you who are not mathematicians like myself, 0.3 is about three times larger than the largest COVID particle. That's an N95 mask. Let alone the, the ones that everybody's wearing with Thomas the Tank Engine on it or whatever else they have. <laughs> the ones that say, I'm an idiot on them. Where's the logic? You know God actually put together the gray matter between our ears? Where's the logic that you're going to put a vaccine in your body that took 18 months to develop? Where's the logic in thinking, okay, this is a coronavirus, the same as the common cold. I've been on this earth for 53 years. You know how many cures there's been for the common cold? Goose egg. So they can't cure the common cold for all of my 53 years, but in 18 months they cure another common cold, which is a coronavirus? Really? And you're going to jam that thing into your body? And then all, I mean, then again, all of the rhetoric of this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. When yesterday, or yesterday or the day before, on the, on live at the taping of The View, two of their hosts have to be ushered off the stage because they tested positive for COVID post-vaccination. Then you have Dr. Leanna Wen, who is the former board member of Planned Parenthood, columnist for Washington, for the Washington Post, all over CNN, all over MSNBC, advocating that you should not leave your home unless you're vaccinated. She's on there talking about how she is unsafe to her own children because she's vaccinated. So where, I'll explain it. Because when you get vaccinated with this vaccination, you have 250 times the viral load as somebody who is unvaccinated. So she's scared for her kids. But what does she want? Her kids to be vaccinated. So what you just saw on the view that they made each other sick, everybody's vaccinated. So now you want your child vaccinated? What, so you can pass now your 500 times the viral load of COVID-19 back and forth from one another? Where's the logic? And this person has a DR in front of their name. I, I just, I will never, under, you know, again, I know some of this is redundant for those of you that watch the podcast. But I sit there and I watch these news conferences coming out of New Zealand and Australia. They're, they're, I, mean, they're at, I mean, I remember the last one I watched was from New South Wales. New South Wales, Australia, that's one of their states, has 8 million people living there. 8 million people. They were having a press conference because 8 died of COVID in a week. They were having a press conference like you would have post 9-11 where 3,000 people died in a day. Like what, where's, you, Aaron ran the stats for me. I don't know if Aaron's on here, but if you could remember it for me. I had Aaron do it live, or he just did it live, of how many people died of heart attacks that day. How many people died of heart attacks that week? I don't know if anybody from the podcast remembers the number, but it was hundreds. Where's their press conference? Do you see it? Where's the logic? How is it that people switching back to the American church and false prophecy, how is it that the American church doesn't go, whoops, 
This was a mistake. You're like, Tom, can't you talk about anything else? No. <laughs> Matthew 24, 24 says this. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Remember these one, two, three, four, five, six words this morning. False prophets are coming for you. Don't think that the devil is not going to dispatch false prophets. Do you see the devil is not omnipresent? No demon is omnipresent. Only the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and the Father are omnipresent. So they have to find people to work for them. That's found in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Satan himself transforms himself to an angel of light. And no wonder because his ministers do the same thing. Because he's not omnipresent, he can't directly minister, quote unquote, to you. So he has to dispatch people to you. Learn to recognize them. Learn to discern them. I'm going to teach you how this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 13 and 14. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things to spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Everybody hear that? Who's he talking to? So how could he be talking about the natural man if he's talking to Christians? Because it's our struggle to overcome the natural man. Those who live according to the sinful nature of the natural man have their minds set on what that nature desires. But those who live in accordance to the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile toward God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. That's Romans 8, 5 through 8. That's written also to, see our problem, that we have a redeemed spirit, but we've got a lump of flesh encased around it. The natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. See, in this room, I'll use relationships as an example. Many of you will have to choose in this room because the false prophet that's going to come to you is a guy or a girl. And it's time for you to stop giving in every time that person walks back in because it's Satan's gift wrap gift to you in different gift wrapping paper every time. And you keep choosing people over God. Knock it off. Learn to discern. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God will tell you to be still and know him. Not here's the next girlfriend or boyfriend every 10 minutes. There's no answers there anyway. The natural man does not re receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Some of you might be thinking right now, this guy, this chubby guy up here yelling at me is foolish. You can think of me as foolish, but don't think the Bible's foolish. Don't think that pull right now in your spirit, you sense on the inside of you, pulling you towards the cross. Don't think of that as foolish. Because that's called the Holy Spirit of the living God. Amen. For they are foolishness to him, nor can they know them, because these things are spiritually discerned. 
You're like, does this really apply to the church? It was written to the church. And look at the church. Look at the church worldwide. Are they able? But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. You've heard me say this before. When COVID came out, I'm like a skunk. All of us in Florida know a skunk. You're driving down the road, be 30 miles away, you're like, somebody hit a skunk, right? <laughs> or, of course, the, the omnipresent smell of a dead armadillo. I rolled over a dead armadillo one time in my police car. It stayed, it stunk, my police car stunk for three months. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> Cleaned it, washed it, where is that thing? Some little shell must have found its way up and just be in there putrefying. Haunted me like a ghost for three months. Like, is it me? Lynn, smell me. Lynn and I were on the same squad. But we need to be able to discern these things. When COVID came out, I could smell it. They're saying that this is this dire threat. But something stinks. It's false evidence appearing real. Are people dying of COVID? Yes. People are, I was talking with a neighbor the other day that I've spent lots and lots of time with, knew him in, during my law enforcement career. And he's kind of pretty much on our side, although I have an inkling he's vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, I want to pray for you. If you'll repent. I want to pray for you that God leeches that toxin out of your body and heals all the damage that's been done. Because he will. I believe God's called me. I'm not joking right now. I believe God has called me to an international ministry. I'm not kidding. Of praying over the vaccinated. Because here's the thing. You may think that I'm hard-hearted. I want them all back. All of them. I don't care if they caved. I don't care if they hate me at the moment. Some of you in this room hated me at the beginning of this thing. I want them all back. I want them all redeemed. I want them all healthy, wealthy, and prospering. I do. I may not be able to stand them right now because I can't. To be honest with you, I can't. It takes all that I have to be pleasant to the mast. I am though. You're probably Tom, you can't pull it off. I do. I pull it off. I'm pleasant to the mast. Do I sit there the entire time wanting to go, man, I just want to talk to you so bad. I want to tell you some stuff right now. No, I don't, but I, I don't. But see, the church should have been able to discern it. Remember the last part of 1 Corinthians 2.14. Because these things are spiritually discerned. Why couldn't they discern them? Why? Because they haven't been bathing in the word of God. They've been bathing in the natural man. They're, all their churches are about natural man activities. They void the Bible to keep people in the pews. See, I preach the Bible to keep people in the pews. Only the, only the strong survive this church. There's no agendas here. There's no clicks, no games, no money grubbing. We don't even take an offering. See how quiet it makes it when I say that? None of that stuff goes on here. Just preach the Bible. Grinding it out year after year after year. You preach the word. And when you do, see our church sniffed it out. 99% of the other church is closed. And they believe that they're virtuous. And yes, I still want them back. But they have to go the Jesus route. 
It's not good enough to open up your church and now call yourself a patriot pastor that hates Joe Biden. Can't stand what's going on in America right now. I can't believe he's in the Oval Office. I can't believe we have an open border. I can't believe he murders people with drone strikes. Well, you know why he's there? Because of you. That's like all the pastors that open up food pantries for the hunger they caused. You close down your church. You support the locking down of people's businesses and they're going hungry. And then you open up a food pantry because you're on PPP money. You're welcome. That's the truth, folks. And they're going to have to come out and repent of these things. You don't just open up your church. See, what's going to happen is all those pastors that are now millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in debt to the federal government grants are going to have to open up according to the government stipulations. They're called status churches. They're Assembly of God, Church of God, non-denominational, Presbyterian, Methodist, whoever they may be. And the government's going to come in. You just had Nancy Pelosi and the rest of those demon acts on Capitol Hill put out an abortion bill made what they call codified or codified Roe v. Wade into United States statutes where you can butcher babies up to the moment of birth nationwide, making it a federal law so it doesn't go state to state. Still hasn't passed the Senate yet. Need to pray that it does not because if it does, God's judgment will come upon them, but not you and I. But see, people like that, those demons on Capitol Hill will tell you, you know what, you can reopen your church. We're trying to lower emissions right now because we're so thrilled about what the COVID lockdowns have done to lower emissions. By the way, if you don't know that yet, you're not studying to show yourself approved. Study to show yourself approved. Because this is all about a warm-up for the great lockdown, which is going to be for climate. Out of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and the Great Reset. If you believe that's right-wing conspiracy theory, you need to go to their website. You need to go there and look at, look at those meetings and who's there. On the front row is Leonardo DiCaprio and everybody else. That's what, it's, that's what this is truly all about. We should have seen it. We should have seen it coming. It really wasn't hard to see. Logic alone. Logic alone would tell you what it was. You don't even need. That's why I, I've told you this last week. Or maybe it was the second service. I never can keep it straight. I have more in common right now with 12-pack addicted, rebel flag flying, Ford or Chevy truck driving, <laughs> jacked up truck rednecks in Inglewood than I do the church outside of my own. Outside of this church and the river church, I don't have much, much in common with other churches. Those guys are like, you know what? They're going around with the new mantra around America. Don't worry, I won't quote it. Most of you already know what I'm talking about. Bleep, Joe Biden. I have more in common with them. I don't approve the profanity. I don't cuss. I'm just telling you. I have more in common. That's a level of discernment that the skinny jeans wearing latte sucking crowd has no ideas about. You have a level of discernment. They know their freedoms are taken away. How is it that they know Galatians 5.1 better than the church? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. Stand firm then. Stand firm then. And do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. 
You know what stand firm means in the Greek, in the Latin, in the Jewish, what in the Hebrew, whatever, in the American, in the English, in the Swahili? It means stand firm. <laughs> Not concede and conform. It's logic. How is it? I mean, right behind me here, right to this way. Don't mean this to be insulting to anybody. I am a redneck. Have you seen where I live and how I live? Right behind me here, the same people that stole my refrigerator <laughs> off the back porch of the church. I have more in common with them than most of my brothers and sisters in the Lord. Because they're not standing for it. They, get, they, have their five, they have their six pack before the protest, do the protest, blow their voices out saying F Joe Biden, and then come back and finish off the 12 pack. I have more in common with them. They seem to have a level of discernment that the church does not have. How is it that they sniffed out the stealing of their liberties better than the church did? And I'm not talking about just constitutional liberties. I'm talking about them all. Do I, listen, here's, here's how I stand. It's Bible for me, then Constitution. I'll leave the Constitution for the Bible. But the Constitution is your ruling authority. There's no man that's your ruling authority. It's a document and it's called the Constitution. How is it that they know more about that than everybody else does inside the church? Because these things are spiritually discerned. You might not know what I'm talking about when it comes to that yet. But hopefully before you leave, you will. Matthew 7.13 uh, 7, through 16. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets. Now, interesting how Jesus put that there. This is Jesus speaking. Why is it that he put that verse in there? Verse 15, after 13 and 14, where he says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way. And few there be that find it. And then he warns, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Why? Because they will tell you that it's a wide gate and a broad way that leads to heaven. It's coming. It's already here. Have you ever, do you watch any other church services? You ought to watch them. So you know, I'm not saying make a habit of it, but every now and then dip your toe into the water so you know what's going on. That boy wants so much want to just go off on a litany of names right now, Lord. <laughs> Strengthen me. <laughs> Beest thou with me. Sound pastoral for everybody? But watch every now and then. Watch their altar call. Are they winning converts or church members? Club members. Club med members. Go get your gift pack in the back. Got the pastor's book there. T-shirt with the pastor's face on it. All of them are saying that it's a wide gate. Everything is very, very open. Not only salvation, which is the most important thing. You don't need to turn from sin. You're just starting a, a fresh start and a new beginning. There's no turning of sin. There's no mention of avoidance of hell. 
It's joining what exactly? See, again, it's an absence of logic. I will never understand it. You know why there's an absence of logic? What's the beginning of logic? The fear of the Lord. The, Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. If you don't fear the Lord, if you're not afraid of hell, do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who's able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. Tommy, you talk about that? Yep. Yep. If that means you go, then you go, but at least you won't be able to say to me on the day of judgment at that great white throne judgment, when I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things written in the books, you won't be able to say that chubby pastor screamer in Inglewood didn't tell me the truth. You won't be able to say that, as I just told you. Do not fear those. You need to fear God. Well, that means, uh, Tom, I learned this from the something-something Bible Institute in Tacoma, Washington. That that is a reverent fear. And uh, you know, everyone, everyone has to start talking like that. But that. By the way, that's a good, that's a good sign of a false prophet. <laughs> I learned. And they start talking like that and they monotone their voice. They don't talk like a, a normal person. Avoid them. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. We don't use verbiage like that anymore. What he's talking about here is they're going to look good and they're going to sound good and they're going to sound like they have the answers and they may even put your soul at peace. I didn't say your spirit, I said your emotions, your soul, your mind at peace and they're flat out wrong. They make it a wide gate. Oh, you know, I played, I played that message here that people just loved on social media. This big, another big chubby screamer guy screaming at everybody. About, you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. You want to take the vax, you take a vax. We just need to love one another. Now, we do need to love one another, but you just advocated for people to be stupid and lie and possibly die. Nice little mix there, though. It sounded, everyone was all excited about it. I'm talking about all the conservative Christians on Twitter. All excited about what he said. The devil's coming in to, to deceive us and divide us by making people mad at people for not wearing masks and people mad at people for wearing masks and vaccinating, blah, blah, blah. Well, sounded great. That's a wolf in sheep's clothing, whether he knows it or not. And you need to be able to discern that. Immediately when I heard it, I'm talking about there's a big person that I follow on Twitter put this out. This is the greatest thing in the world. I answered, no, it's not. All the guy is offering is a wide gate, lying about the narrow way. It's narrow. Is it hard? No, it's simple. You want, who wants to go to heaven in here? Amen. Okay, it's easy. You know how to go to heaven? You ask Jesus to come in your heart, be your Lord, be your Savior, forgive you of all your sin, and turn from your sin. You never even have to hear me preach again. But you have to turn from your sin. Everybody wants to have Jesus come in their heart, be their Lord, or be their Savior, but not their Lord. They won't turn from their sin. You got to turn from your sin. How do you know a false prophet? Jesus puts it in Matthew 7, 16. You shall know them by their fruits. You will see it. All you have to do is look. 
The, the key no fruit or the key fruit, either way you look at it, is no word. No Bible. You're like, well, I go to these ark churches and they do have a Bible verse. Yeah, they have one Bible verse, maybe split in half for their 47 minute long message. And then a whole bunch of type stuff off the internet and personal stories. Where's the Bible? I mean, do you, how many Bible verses have we done this morning? And I'm not trying to compete. This is what God gives me to preach. When, I'm, when I pray over my messages, because I've told you this 500 times, I don't go to the internet. I pray over my messages. I sit there and God gives them to me through the Holy Spirit. And these are just as hard hitting for me personally as they are for you. Matthew 24, 11. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. They're coming for you. That's, listen, that's not a threat and none of you should feel scared. That's literally like saying a dung beetle is coming for you. <laughs> There's nothing to worry about. I'm just telling you they are. A roach is coming for you. That's all you got to do. There's no threat. I'm just letting you know. If you don't stamp it out though, roaches become a problem. You don't, you don't kill the rat. rat. You know what rats like to do? Multiply. <laughs> many false prophets, Matthew 24, 11, many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Do not let yourself be deceived. It's all always good for a season. People's new theology. I have, I have a new understanding of grace that enables me to watch porn constantly. I can learn that from Joseph Prince. Oops. I watched him preach one time and he told people, and listen, I've looked, I've looked at lots of porn. I'm not jumping. You're like, oh, I have. There's not, if any man in this room says they haven't, you're a liar. <laughs> but I watched him one time and he said, you know what you do if you're watching porn? Just keep telling yourself you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Sounds great, doesn't it? Sounds great though. You get to go to heaven, lusting, Sinning, that's a wide gate, is it not? You know what that's called? Being a false prophet. I don't care how big his church is. You're like, Tom, you're jealous of people loving him. No, I'm not. Could care less. I told you, I think I heard Jeff telling you guys that before the church service started. I'm not here because I need to be. I'm here because I want to be. That's false prophecy. That person watching pornography will die and go straight to hell telling themselves they're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And look at me, firmly believing that they are. And some of you right now, they're like, you're like that's not loving. Do you know why you think that? Because you're deceived. If your thoughts are not the Bible and that's your theology, you're deceived. It's not very loving. You know how many Christians I hear say that? In response to Bible verses. As if you can outlove the Bible. You listen, if you're like that, then you need literally you need to go home like a like a Star Wars geek 
Make yourself a giant image of yourself like the Star Wars geeks like to get of the stormtroopers. Make one for yourself. Put a bunch of candles on the bottom of it and burn incense to yourself because you are God. See how quiet it got in here? You know why? Because people are afraid to stand in the word of God and say that that's love. When God opened up the earth and swallowed the Israelis, it was love. God is love. We can't do that. He can and it's love. Do not let yourself be deceived. Does that happen? Absolutely. Let's look. 2 Peter 2.15. They have left the straight way and wandered off to follow the way of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved the wages of wickedness. 2 Peter 2.15, right? So they have left the straight way and wandered off. Revelation chapter 2 verse 14. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. There are some among you who hold to the teaching of Balaam. It never changes with people. I'll tell you who Balaam is in just a second. They have left the straight way and wandered off to follow the way of Balaam, son of Beor. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. There are some among you who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin so that they ate food, sacrificed to idols, and committed sexual immorality. What did I just say about Joseph Prince? I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm the righteousness. Really? You should be turning from your sin. And you might be, you're looking down on people who look at pornography. I just told you, I just exposed myself to you. I'm not looking, I don't have the right to look down on anybody's sin. At all. I'm just telling you the truth. You don't tell somebody who's in the midst of sin to keep on sinning. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Hebrews chapter 10, 26 and 27. If we have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are again entangled in in it and overcome, we are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then to turn their back on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them the Proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. 2 Peter 2, 20-22. You tell people the truth. Well, they might not come back to the church. Oh, well. Not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brethren. Because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. James chapter 3, verse 1. That's why there's lots of people because they won't say things like that in front of people. They should. Every Christian should. But if you're not, certainly don't be a teacher. If you're trying to accumulate people, don't be a teacher. What's, what, what should be my goal? And everybody else is in this room. What should be your goal? Preach the word. That's it. Preach the word. You heard me say the number one goal of a Christian is to dispel unbelief. Well, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So preach the word. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2, Romans chapter 10 verse 17. What's he talking about here? Entice the Israelites to sin. Balaam did, a false prophet, to eat food sacrificed to idols. Let's look at that. That doesn't apply to today's, to today's standards. 
Well, I can apply it to today's standards. Food sacrificed to idols for me is masks and vaccines. Sacrificing to idols. Idols of false virtue. Look at, look at me love. You, know, you can't love and lie at the same time. I know some of, uh, some of us involved in our white trashy relationships and country music is our Bible. Think that lying and loving are in the same vein. They are not. You're welcome. I'm the one you need. If I'm hurting your feelings, I'm exactly who you need. Yes, you can go down to the Presbyterian church, strap your mask on, and abide by their vaccine mandates. Or you can come and hear the truth. Food sacrificed to idols in the modern vernacular are idols of fear, idols of false virtue, idols of false love. You know, we, we close down our church because, you know, love thy neighbor. No, you're, you're not abiding in the wisdom of God. You're not abiding in simple human logic. You're abiding in lies. Here's the biggest one, in my opinion, that's going on in America. Idols of false life meaning. So many millions, I'm talking millions, hordes of millions of Americans that walk around right now. Their life has been given meaning because they get to be a firefighter or a policeman for the first time in their life. Look at me save lives. Let me, oh wait, let me do my rosary beads and my sign of the cross. Let me get baptized in the vaccine. Let me just say this too, off subject. No matter what, don't take that vaccine. Well, I have to provide for my family. Then commit your life to the Lord. If it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then, those, we should commit ourselves to our faithful creator and continue to do good. 1 Peter 4, 18 and 19. Don't take that thing. Capillary blood clotting in your immune system. Enhanced antibody syndrome. Read about it. That's what's happening right now. Do you wonder why every country who's inundated with the vaccine is inundated with the virus? It's enhanced antibody syndrome. Very quickly on that, just so you're informed. Study to show yourself approved, right? 2 Timothy 2.15. Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord, not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2, 14 and 15. What happens to you when you take this vaccine? Anthony Fauci won't tell you, and if you haven't connected to the right doctors, these are not right-wing conspiracy theorists. I, play, I played a video from Steve Deese on the podcast on Tuesday, I believe. And it was Dr. Cole, I don't sure on his first name, Mayo, Mayo Clinic trained, th seen 350,000 patients. How many has Anthony Fauci seen? Goose egg. In 40 years, none. He still walks around with a stethoscope whenever he wants to look official. I'm like, who's that going on? You just listening to yourself in the office? Woo, woo. <laughs> Who are you listening to? You don't see patients. And this guy's talking about antibody enhancement syndrome. That's not even the capillary blood clotting from the S-spike proteins. Antibody enhancement syndrome is when you vaccinate against an ever-mutating virus. 
He called it shifting something. I can't remember the name. But an ever-mutating virus. You inhale, that's why there's never been a, I mean, again, oh my gosh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bash my head against the pulpit. <laughs> How does the disappearance of the flu not cause a worldwide revival? How do you not see it? But you never found, you never had a vaccination for a common cold in your life. Because it's an ever-mutating virus. Oh, that's not true, Tom, because we have the flu. Yeah, the flu has been around for, the flu vaccine has been around since, I think, what, 47? Something like that. The flu's still here. Never eradicated the flu. We have, well, our biggest death flu season ever was when? 2017. 80,000 Americans died of the flu. Those were when they kept real numbers. 80,000 Americans died of the flu. It's the most virulent flu season in modern history. Well, now everybody's vaccinated. Because you can't vaccinate. When people take their flu vaccine, they go, oh, well, you know, I, I didn't get sick this year. You know why you didn't get sick? Because 80% of the time or better, whenever the flu goes into your body, your body kills it anyway. 76% of people who test positive for COVID never knew they had it. That's a real deadly disease right there. You know, you know who knew they had the black plague? Everybody, because they were six foot under. Oh, yeah, I, I believe I had the black plague. Yeah, you had it. <laughs> Nobody survived it. And they treat it like that. They lie to you. 50 to 75% of, of Europe died from the plague. Died. Not 50, 60, 50, 60% of those who caught it. But everybody who caught it died. And that killed off 50 to 75% of the population. Your odds of dying of COVID-19 are 0.1%. You're welcome. But he talks about this. And what happens when you take this, against, uh, uh, take this vaccine against an ever-mutating virus, what it does is it's antibody enhancement. Your antibodies are supposed to go and attach themselves to known viruses. And when you vaccinate against the alpha variant, they will attack that variant and kill it. But when it inevitably mutates, they end up going to the mutation and attaching themselves to it, antibody enhancement, and not kill it, but they turn into an usher. They usher it throughout the body and cause it to multiply. 250 times the viral load. Every country that's inundated with vaccines is inundated with the virus. That's the truth. You know how much of a problem COVID-19 is in Afghanistan and India? Nothing. This is a virus that what you do is the moment that you get sick, if you're not going to pray it off, what you do is you go and you get Regeneron or Ivermectin. But those are being outlawed. Joe Biden cordoned off 50% of Florida's supply of Regeneron. See, let me just tell you this off topic again. I feel the need to tell you these things. You need to look at these people and who they are. If you watch the podcast, you hear these two verses all the time. John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45. You belong to your father, the devil. And it, and it is your desire to fulfill his purposes. He was a murderer from the beginning. Because he could not hold to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. What do, what do these people have in common? They're murderers and they're liars. Every major left-wing COVID advocate is a murderer and a liar. 
60 million people are murdered in the womb every year. And they want to talk about three to four million COVID deaths. A hundred million babies have died in the womb since the beginning of COVID. And allegedly four million people have died of COVID. 300 million people have starved to death because of the lockdowns in response to COVID. See how they're murderers from the beginning? How many deaths do they have on their plate to their record for their response and during the response to COVID? 390, 400 million, half a billion people are dead. And they allege to be lifesavers. Look at us. It's lifesavers. Simple logic that they're not. Very simple logic. You, you need, I smell Satan. 66% of the people in Miami Metro Dade Hospital. 66% of the people in there who needed Regeneron, that's monoclonal therapies if you're wondering what I'm talking about. 66% of the people who needed them were what? Fully vaxxed. And Joe Biden cut their supply in half. The very people. And what is, my, what is, what is Dade County? It couldn't be any more Democrat. He cuts, he cuts the life-saving therapy to his own supporters. Because he's a murderer from the beginning. All of these people, Emmanuel Macron, Boris Johnson, Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, Scott Morrison. You know who these people are? They don't think of themselves. You know, Justin Trudeau does not think of himself as the prime minister of a sovereign nation called Canada. Joe Biden does not think of himself as the president of a sovereign nation called the United States. They think of themselves of governors of states of the global nation. They don't care about lives. They care about elitism. Anybody see the video of Hillary Clinton walking into the college in Ireland? Had a little girl holding her train? Who do these people think they are? She's from Arkansas. <laughs> who cares who you are? <laughs> her governor is Asa Hutchinson. Who cares? That's who these people are. This is all about controlling you, marking you, and distancing you from one another to make you powerless. Don't let it happen to you. They're false prophets. Where do I finish? Seven minutes to go. We're done. We're walking out in seven minutes. That's after the uh, closing prayer. We're out. This is a good spot. We have to take action. So what do you do? Romans chapter 16, 17 and 18. Now I urge you, brethren, listen to, what, listen to what Paul says now. Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. The simple believeth every word, but the wise man looketh well to his going, Proverbs 14, 15. The simple believeth every word. You going to question it at all? You're sticking a needle in your arm. You're not going to question it at all? The simple believeth every word. In other words, the stupid believe everything they're told. Well, we've always vaccinated. Might as well do it now. Oh yeah, there's never been any mass genocide on the planet. That's never happened. 
So what are you to do? When a false prophet comes your way, and by the way, let me just make sure everybody's clear on this. Who's the greatest possibility of being your false prophet? Look at me. Who's the greatest possibility of being your false prophet? You. Thank you, Aaron. You are. Because you have the natural man on the inside of you. It's preaching things. Remember, remember how it works. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile toward God. You, all of us on the inside of us have a natural man that has to be killed off and suppressed and defeated. Because he's hostile or she is hostile toward God. That's that one when you wake up in the morning and you're just like, I'm in a bad mood. Sinful nature. Life stinks, man. Okay, I'm going to be depressed today. Sinful nature. I'm going to roll my eyes at my wife. <sighs> Sinful nature. I have to have a boyfriend. I have to have a girlfriend. I have to be married. I have to have this. Sinful nature. I'm not, you know what? You know, God created the earth and I'm just going to take Sunday off and go out and be with the birds today. Chirpy, chirp, chirp. <laughs> Sinful nature. Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. That's with us, not birds. <laughs> so what do you do? Close them with this. Worship team, make your way so everyone trusts me. And I'll lube the tubes one last time. You note it. Note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learn. Now what doctrine is it that you should learn? Not the Tom Lipley doctrine. I haven't espoused any of my own opinions this morning. Have you noticed that? This is what I've espoused. Right there. That's the doctrine which you learned. So you note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to this. They tell you you shouldn't speak in tongues. Contrary. You shouldn't prophesy. Contrary. Shouldn't be victorious in every situation. Now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ. They tell you, well, you know, you learn lessons in losing. Contrary. Well, you know, I know God can heal, but you never know if God will heal. Contrary. Oh, that prosperity message. You can't believe that God's going to. That's contrary. Everything you lay your hands to is prospered. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Well, I don't believe in that. Contrary, note it. You may need to note that you're your own false prophet. Is, you know, is what I believe about eternal security correct? I don't know. You better look because there is no such thing. Not in the Bible anyway. I know John Calvin loved it, but it's not in the Bible. See how quiet I can make a room just like that. You talk on, you trample on people's lifelong traditions. Boy, watch out. Watch out. Note those in Jesus' name. Amen. Stand with me. Praise you, Lord, today. Praise you, Lord, today. This is how we're going to close today. Just take, look up at me real quick. We're just going to pray over one another. Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 and 3, verses 1 through 3 says this. Oh Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. 
But you are a shield around me, O Lord. You bestow glory on me and lift up my head. No matter what, you have a great life. I'm telling you because your steps are ordered. If you've trusted in Jesus, it doesn't matter what Biden does. It doesn't matter what the Democrats or the Republicans do. You have a great life because you and God operate on a one-on-one -on -one basis. You have all that you need, no matter what another person does. And he wants you to be happy. You may have to walk through some fires, but he wants you to be happy. He wants us to win in the scenario that we're in. He wants your kids to give you grandkids. We can hold back the judgment of God. We can hold back the tyranny of the enemy if all of us will stand. Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person or watching online, that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you, and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.